What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rookie Ball, the podcast where you want to go if you need to know anything sports, or if you just want to hear my opinion on them. I, of course, am always your host, Phoenix Higus. So the Thursday night football game has wrapped up, and the Sunday games are rapidly approaching. So we'll get into a recap of the game that happened last night and the games coming up in a couple of days. So let's get it. The Thursday night football game was between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, a battle of the AFC North, two one and one teams, and the Cleveland Browns come out on top, unfortunately, 29 to 17. I never thought I'd say unfortunately about a Steelers loss, but here I am. Now the Steelers, uh, not a good performance. Obviously, George Pickens had probably one of the greatest catches of all time last night. Uh, If you haven't seen that, go ahead and check that highlight. Maybe better than Odell's catch. But Mitchell Trubisky, 20 for 32, especially on a windy night to make 32 pass attempts for Mitchell Trubisky. Not a good call. Only 270 yards, no touchdowns, zero interceptions. Najee Harris, not a great game at all. 15 carries, 56 yards, and just one touchdown. He's not too impressive for the first two weeks but uh he did kind of did the same last season so hopefully he'll pick it up a little bit more and on the receiving game nobody's super impressive Deontay Johnson continues to perform at the level we expect him to at eight receptions and 84 yards the defense not great either it was shown that they missed TJ Watt uh during this game and it looks like they're going to continue to miss him as he's going to be out for a bit uh so the Steelers kind of looking like Need to hit the panic button on him, but nobody was expecting them to do anything crazy this season anyways. But on the Brown side, Jacoby Brissett looks like he's going to carry the load until uh, he who shall not be named comes back. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, 21 for 31, still not crazy accurate and a lot of pass attempts for Jacoby Brissett, but he made uh, what he had great. Uh, 220 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Nick Chubb continues to dominate, as I said he was going to, after a lot of people doubted him this season. They keep saying he's going to have to share the load with Kareem Hunt, and then he still puts up amazing numbers, like 23 carries, 113 yards, and one touchdown. Amari Cooper continues to be really good for this team. Seven receptions, 101 yards, one touchdown. David Njoku continues to be one of the most heavily underrated tight ends in the NFL. Nine receptions, 89 yards, and a touchdown. And look, the Browns don't scare me in any way as a contender in the AFC, but for what they've been given, um, I'm not going to have a problem with them really until he who shall not be named comes back, um, outside of them just being a rival of the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, so, you know what, they're 2-1, and one. they're first in the division, but obviously two more teams still need to play from the division on Sunday. So, let's get into my predictions and previews for the games on Sunday, starting with, and yeah, I'm starting with my upset of the week, and that is the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. Now, I don't really know if you can consider this an upset, given that both teams are 2-0. and oh. But the Bills have dominated the first two opponents they've played. They dominated the Los Angeles Rams, and then they obliterated the Tennessee Titans. And now they go up against the Miami Dolphins, who are a lot a lot of people are starting to finally realize are major contenders in this year's season. Tua looks great. Tyreek Hill looks great. Jalen Waddle looks great. The defense looks pretty good. 
not amazing. On the Bills side, Josh Allen looks great, Stefan Diggs looks great, and Gabriel Davis looked great in his first game that he played, and the defense looks like it could stop anybody in the NFL, even the most explosive offenses. But you know what? I just, I don't know. I have a feeling uh, everything in my gut tells me to go with the Bills here, but something emotionally is just telling me to go with Miami in this game. Tua all the way. Now, I don't think he's going to go on to win MVP or anything, but I like the Dolphins here as my upset of the week. And my lock of the week is right after, and you guys are going to hate me for this one. But the Cincinnati Bengals are beating the New York Jets. The Jets are going down. The Jets stink. And I understand that the Bengals do as well right now, but they don't stink as badly as the Jets do, even though the records technically have the Jets as better. But you know what? The Bengals need a bounce back. That's what I said they need versus the Cowboys. They need it again here after losing to Dallas. So they need to beat the Jets. That's why it's my lock of the week. Joe Burrow isn't going to do anything crazy, but he's going to do enough to show that he still is a top-tier quarterback and can lead a top-tier team to a playoff appearance. Now, they're scaring me, but hopefully we get it together this week. Then we got the Raiders and the Titans, two teams that I really don't think should be 0-2, but one has shown signs of, of not being an 0-2 caliber team, and the other hasn't shown anything impressive. Obviously, the Raiders have played two very close games, one going to overtime against Arizona, and went on to lose. The Titans lost a one-point game to the Giants, who are 2-0, and obviously got obliterated by the Buffalo Bills, as I said earlier, this past Monday. And so you know what? Since Tennessee hasn't shown me anything to make them believe in them this season, I'm going with the Las Vegas Raiders. I know I have gone with them the first three games of the season, um, but I just I can't shake away the fact that Devontae Adams is still the best receiver in the NFL, even though Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs have been amazing, not to forget, obviously, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and even Jamar Chase, you can put in that conversation, but Devontae Adams still, in my opinion, is the undisputed number one receiver, to where is the Tennessee Titans, nobody that I've expected to perform on that team has shown out in any way, especially uh, Derrick Henry, so I'm going to go with the Raiders in that one. Then we got a very, very boring matchup in my opinion. We got the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers, two teams I'm not expecting to do anything this season or anything in the beginning of the season, and they're not explosive, exciting teams. Um, that being said, I am going to pick the Saints to win this game. The Panthers are bad. Uh, I expected them to be on the lower tier of the teams this season, but gosh, they have just shown nothing. They lost to the Browns in week one and then lost to the Giants in week two. Uh, I predicted them to lose that game against the Giants, I'd just like to mention. But listen, you know, Baker is just obviously not the answer for Carolina. McCaffrey cannot carry a whole team by himself, and the receivers and the defense aren't doing anything spectacular. To where's the Saints, I can at least uh, account for a couple of people doing good. The defense hasn't looked horrible, uh, and obviously some of the receivers along with Jameis Winston haven't looked horrible. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Saints in this one. It just makes logical sense. And then moving on to the Baltimore Ravens and the New England Patriots. This one also a little bit of a no-brainer in my opinion. The Ravens have looked great through the first two games, even though their record reads 1-1. One one. They obviously just fell apart against Miami at the end of the game last week. But they're looking to bounce back after a very heartbreaking loss and beat a team that hasn't shown much uh, potential 
this season so far in the New England Patriots. So I'm gonna go with Baltimore, not really much to explain there. Next up, we got the Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings. Now this one intrigues me a little bit. I see a lot of people taking the Vikings in this matchup. And while I do see the argument for the Vikings to win this game, I'm not seeing many people say that Detroit's going to win this game. And I'll tell you what, they've shown a lot more potential than the Vikings have this season. Obviously in the first game, they destroyed the Packers, but in the second game, they got, they got crushed by the Philadelphia Eagles. Now the Lions almost surmounted a huge comeback in week one, uh, and then pulled out a great win in week two against the Commanders. So I don't really see any reason why not to pick the Lions in this week, uh, which is exactly what I'm going to do, like I said, until the Vikings can prove to me that they are not a one-man team and just Justin Jefferson. Uh, then I'm not really going to pick them to win many close games, only the ones that are clearly one-sided. So I'm going to pick the Lions here, and then moving on to a, another divisional matchup between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Commanders. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles look so good through the first two weeks. Now obviously the Commanders, Carson Wentz has shown some signs of being really good, but I, I just have too much faith in Philadelphia. They look really, really uh, scary through these first two weeks of the season. And I see no reason to not pick against them until they show any signs of weakness. Uh, and they haven't so far in the first two weeks. So you know what? I'm going to keep smoking that Jalen Hurts pack. And I'm going to pick the Philadelphia Eagles <laughs> to win this game. Next up, we got a matchup that at the beginning of the season sounded very intriguing, but... And now it just seems like it's going to be a blowout between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, the Colts uh, picked up some weapons, including quarterback Matt Ryan, over the offseason. A lot of people thought they'd take a bit of a jump from where they were last season. Obviously, Kansas City lost Tyree Kill, uh, and a lot of people thought they might take a step down this season. But the complete opposite has happened. Matt Ryan has looked unimpressive, uninspired his first couple of games with Indianapolis. And the Chiefs look like they're going to be just fine uh, without Tyreek Hill. Obviously, he's making huge movements on the team he is with. And I'm sure they would be better with him. But, I mean, they still look like the good old Chiefs without him. Uh, the Colts obviously got blown out, uh, shut out by the Jacksonville Jaguars 24-0 last week. And the Kansas City Chiefs uh, pulled out a narrow win against a very dangerous opponent in the Los Angeles Chargers in last week's Thursday night football. So you know what? I mean, this is also one that just doesn't need much explaining. Patrick Mahomes is better than Matt Ryan. The Chiefs in general are better than the Colts. Maybe not complete roster-wise, but it just shows. It is a quarterback game in the NFL, and that is why I'm picking the Chiefs to win this one. For this next game, I'm going to go ahead and introduce a new uh, little segment we're going to have, or I guess title of a game, and this is going to be my snooze fest of the week. It's two teams that we do not care about in any way, have no expectations for, and whether it's an exciting game or a close game or a nail biter or whatever, it just doesn't matter because neither of these teams are doing anything in the playoffs this season. And that's between the Houston Texans and the Chicago Bears is my snooze fest of the week. Neither of these teams are doing anything. I maybe had some hope if, uh, for Chicago last week, but that has been completely diminished after their loss to the Green Bay Packers. And the Texans' tie at the time seemed... Uh, very impressive against the Indianapolis Colts, but with week two now passing and the Colts 
suffering a huge loss, as I talked about, uh, it doesn't look as impressive anymore. So who am I picking to win this game? Chicago. Just based off potential of their team, I still have a little bit of faith in Justin Fields, even though that second game he did not look very good. Um, but just based off potential, I think there's a lot of players uh, that could possibly pop off for Chicago, to whereas I just I don't see that with anybody on Houston. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick Chicago. Next up, we got a matchup that, man, you know what? It's kind of exciting now. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, there is talks that, um, that Justin Herbert could possibly be out for this game, and that would be a huge, huge loss for the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, if he is out, and I'll kind of save this as a conserve, and maybe I'll post on my Twitter, uh, depending on his status of playing, uh, on who I'm picking. If Justin Herbert doesn't play, I'm obviously picking the Jaguars to win this game. If he does play, I think I'm going to pick the Chargers. It's looking like he's not going to play, so on this episode, I'm going to lock it in as the Jaguars, and I, I can't believe that I'm saying that. The Jaguars are beating the Chargers, um, but if it is announced that he is playing in this game and he is fully healthy, uh, I'll post a little update on my Twitter uh, saying that I'm going to pick the Chargers to win this game, and that will be before the game starts. So nobody call me out on it. Check my Twitter at RookieBallPod1 if you want to see who I'm officially picking in that game. Then we got, in my opinion, a very exciting game, uh, especially based off how the season has started for these two teams between divisional rivals, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Rams looked very unimpressive in week one and then looked great through the first half of week two, but the Atlanta Falcons almost surmounted a great comeback against them. The Arizona Cardinals looked abysmal in week one, just like the Rams did, and then had a huge comeback win against the Las Vegas Raiders in week two. So it's questioning a lot uh, which one of these teams is for real in this division. I still think both teams are great. Um, and I think both quarterbacks are still good, even though they haven't been crazy impressive through the first two weeks. But you know what? I A lot of people are picking the Rams. I like the Cardinals in this matchup. They're riding momentum. Uh, it's a lot more momentum driving to make a huge comeback win against a tough opponent than to barely squeak out against a very weak opponent. So I think Arizona is riding a momentum train right now. I think Kyler Murray... Um, made amazing plays at the end of the Las Vegas Raiders game, and he's going to be riding that high. So I'm going to pick Arizona to win this game, and I believe that would put them officially in first in the division. Next up, we got we got an interesting game. We got the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, originally looking at this matchup uh, with just full healthy rosters, uh, I picked the Buccaneers to win this one outright. Really no questions asked. Um, but Mike Evans is suspended for this game. Chris Godwin is officially ruled out for this game. And Julio Jones is still questionable. So basically the entire wide receiver core outside of Julio Jones is questionable for this game. That worries me a little bit. Uh, because obviously the Packers wide receiver core is already weak. So this is really just going to be a challenge of who can find a way to connect more between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and their very weak wide receivers and also the running games um we know both of these defenses are great and we have two very questionable running backs on each team Leonard Fournette a lot of people not very convinced he's a top tier yet Aaron Jones 
A lot of people think he's top tier. I think he's right below that. Uh, kind of in that same level with Leonard Fournette. The only X factor is AJ Dillon. Will he have as an impressive game as he did in week one? Not as much in week two, but that week one performance was really good. So if Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon can combine their best weeks and really show out in this game, I really do like the Packers, but the world has taught me not to bet against Tom Brady. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win this game. Then we got basically snooze fest of the week uh, 2.0. Atlanta Falcons and the Seattle Seahawks are matching up. Uh, nobody is excited about this game besides the fact that maybe Desmond Ritter may get an opportunity within the next couple of weeks. I I'm praying. Uh, I hope he gets to play at least one game this season or maybe two. Uh, but who's going to win this game? I don't know. They both impressed me one week. Obviously, the Seahawks beat the Broncos to begin the season, and the Falcons almost made a huge comeback against the Los Angeles Rams last week. But there's one difference. The Seahawks won their game. The Falcons did not. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Seahawks. Geno Smith has been pretty decent for Geno Smith so far, and Marcus Mariota has played well. Um, but... Like I said, the Seahawks just have a win under their column, so I'm going to go ahead and go with the team that has won a game so far this season with Seattle. Next up, we got the San Francisco 49ers and the Denver Broncos. Listen, uh, I don't know how long I need to preach this one. Uh, the Broncos are still bad. Everybody listen, this is a public announcement. The Denver Broncos still suck. Uh, and Russell Wilson honestly looks like a downgrade. He does not look good through the first couple of weeks of this season. And the 49ers, obviously, prayers up. Trey Lance is out for the season, it's looking like. And Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come in. But you know what? Jimmy Garoppolo proved he can lead this team to a conference championship last season. And he's going to prove it again, in my opinion. This is still a very good roster, uh, even though it may be a mediocre level quarterback. Although Russell Wilson, honestly, is playing at the level of a mediocre quarterback through the first couple of games. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the 49ers. I could see this going Denver's way and them proving me wrong because I feel like they're going to have one of those games in the first five weeks. Uh, but I don't personally think it's going to be this one. So I'm going to go with San Francisco winning the Sunday night football game, bringing us to our final game of the week between the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants, two teams that I don't really care about, two teams that now that Dak's out, I don't think are going to make the playoffs. But you know what? The Giants are 2-0, and I have to respect that. And personally, may I say, I did pick them to win one of their games. Um, and you know what? I was originally going to pick this as my upset of the week, but I mean, what, I mean, they have a better record than the team they're playing, so I can't really pick them as the upset because I'm going with the New York Giants in this game. They're starting off this season 3-0. They're going to be one of a very small list of teams to start off 3-0 this season. And... You know what? I may have picked the Giants even if Dak was playing. Uh, the Cowboys, listen, they, their one win this season was against a very unfortunate team in the Bengals. I mean, they're, they're not playing well to start the season. And Cooper Rush wasn't anything special in Week 2. Sure, he was impressive for a backup, but he did not look like he could lead a team to a playoff uh, berth. So for this reason, I'm going with the New York Giants. I think they look good through the first couple of games. They've beaten impressive opponents in my opinion uh well i'm sorry the first week they beat an impressive opponent second week they just beat the panthers um so that's gonna wrap up my picks uh obviously i'm starting off the week 0-1 because i picked the steelers over the browns but let me know what you guys think who you guys got winning uh who's your upset of the week who's your lock of the week 
and how well do you think I'm gonna do in week three? Because we need a good week. Week one, I was under 500. Week two, I was barely over 500. We need a very impressive win so I can show you guys that I am a very expertise analysis in the world of sports media. So with that being said, I hope you guys really enjoy your week and I hope you guys enjoy watching the games. And I will see you guys on Tuesday to recap all of them. So I will see you guys on the flippity flip. Get out of here.